0: Hello, and welcome to the Folk Music Podcast. My name is Anders, and I'm sorry it's been a while since the last episode. These last six months have been a fairly stressful period in my life, and uh, unfortunately I haven't been able to follow up on all of my plans and ideas for the show. But I'm really happy that I got to do this episode now. Uh, really gave me a bit of a boost, um, and I do feel motivated to keep working on the show, um and I aim to get back to a more consistent schedule in the near future. But for now, I'll probably just do one episode at a time and um and see how it goes. Also, just want to say that I'm really grateful for the messages and the emails that I get about this show. Um I know I'm not always the best at responding to messages, but I do read everything uh, and I'm really grateful for uh for everyone taking time out of their day to to write to me about the show. Um it's the biggest motivation I could ask for. Okay, let's get to today's show. My guest in this episode is Norwegian fiddler and composer Bjorn Kåre Odda, he has been on my wish list for guests for the show for, uh, for a long time. Uh, because I really admire him as a musician and as a composer. It's actually his music that you can hear underneath my voice here. Um, a piece from his latest release called Folk Chamber. And I was fortunate enough to hear him perform it live last weekend at a Norwegian folk festival called osa Festival in the western part of Norway. Uh, and um, I sat down with him after the show uh, and had a really interesting conversation about his work and uh, about his thoughts when it comes to being a musician, being a composer, finding your own voice. Um, and... Uh, Towards the end of the conversation, we got into some really interesting bits about um, the more practical side of being a musician and a composer, um, and also basically how to stay sane <laughs> doing this, because uh, there's no denying that this is a very stressful way of life. So um, I got great value out of this conversation, and uh, I do think that you will find it interesting as well. So. Without further ado, here is my conversation with Björn Korde odde Björn Korde odde welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. Um, so I've been wanting to have you on the show for quite a while actually. Oh wow, yeah. Uh, because <laughs> uh, I really admire you as a musician and I'm very inspired by your sort of from watching your journey as a musician and a composer. Just a couple of days ago, I realized that we would be at the same festival this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we're at osa Festival in Voss, Voss, Vos. <laughs> Voss, Voss. Yes, uh, on the west uh, west part of Norway, and um, you have just played your debut concert as a solo artist. Is is that how you would view yeah, it? Yeah, I would describe it like that. Uh, yeah, um, performing a piece called um, Folk Chamber and um, Literally, you went off stage half an hour ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel quite honored, I suppose, to be the, like, the first um, um, representative of the press who gets to talk to you about the, the <laughs> I'm project. I'm honored myself. <laughs> yes. So um, I suppose the, the most appropriate question is uh, how do you feel at the moment? Ah, oh, that question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little bit tired,
1: uh but also full of uh, adrenaline you can imagine yeah. <laughs> and uh, i really i appreciate the uh, beer you <laughs> handed <it> over <laughs> to me right now and uh, thank you so much you're welcome um yeah it's uh it has been a really busy day because we the six of us that play the concert now we just met today this morning.
0: Yeah, you just told
1: me I'm um, and <laughs> i could not believe it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's true and and uh well, it's it's extreme, but uh you know, the, the sheets are there, uh, the music are there and um, uh <laughs> supposedly supposedly they have been practicing themselves and you know, we uh, come together and we rehearse or oh, it's the program is in an, an hour. Mm. Uh so it's a yeah, we had four hours today to practice, rehearse, and then we just entered the stage uh, in a, a big hall. So that's quite extreme uh, and a little bit heavy to to do that uh, to perform on a, such a big stage uh, when you ju- <laughs> when it's just uh, we have just been meeting for an, four hours today. So yeah, and yeah. It's, it's not
0: yeah. the kind of music you just meet up and. Jam like it's, it's no, it's, it's, it's fairly a- like uh, advanced stuff. Everything's written out, or m- pretty much everything. Absolutely, everything is yeah. written out, uh, and lots of dynamics and some pretty advanced passages as well. So, yeah, some um, uh, but but it's
1: uh, I I felt confident that we could do this because I have written this music myself. Um It's quite, it's not <laughs> it's simple. It's a uh, loaded word <laughs> but it's it's not uh really it's not Virtual's thing uh Virtual's music you know it's um it's uh long lines and i would describe
0: it as like lyrical music lyrical yeah yeah i would do that as myself yeah like uh yeah i so said that's one of your strong points like finding uh melodies that kind of sings or speaks in, in, yeah. in, a, in a way cantabile <laughs> so yes. but i'd like to come back to this piece uh in, in a while but um, for the listeners that aren't yet familiar with you as a musician and your work mm. maybe you could give us a quick uh or as long as you like yeah. <laughs> introduction to sure. yourself I like yeah. your background and your musical upbringing yeah sure uh well um
1: i grew up in a small village with like 500 uh, people <laughs> living in it and uh you know the the music there are really strong. It's a really strong music tradition, and uh, compared like the, the local uh, the local music, yes, uh, compared to the population, it's really a, a lot of people playing the fiddle yeah. and the accordion uh, or other folk instruments. Mm. Uh, so I've been growing up in a family, which uh, you know, folk music and folk dance are just natural parts of. Uh, Uh, the everyday life Mm. Um, and uh, it took me a while to realize that I wanted to be a musician Uh, and I think that's because uh, the music was such a a natural part of my life and I thought that, you know, this is it and then I came to uh, high school and met uh, Vegard Vordal and he was my teacher and introduced uh, me to different uh, kind of music, different tradition traditions. And he uh, persuaded me to uh, <laughs> to take the higher education in folk music. And I got into uh, NMH, Norwegian Mus- Academy of Music. Mm. And um, yeah, I met classical music there, mm-hmm. and I really want to learn how to play fiddle, you know, how to play fiddle. <laughs> what do you mean by that? The, f- <laughs> the fiddle that I know was played, uh, I played folk music on fiddle, but, you know, as soon as I realized, uh, wow, I can do a lots of things on the violin, and I just, that was my focus on the academy,
0: to... So, Vega and, and the Academy kind of open, widened your yep. um, horizon, in, in a way? Absolutely.
1: So, uh, here I am today, yeah.
0: uh, performing my own music. Um, but would you say that the folk music is kind of always with you in all of the projects that you're doing? Absolutely. <clears throat> uh, whatever I
1: play, uh, the folk music is there, mm. uh, in some way or, not- or another.
0: Uh so, um yeah, <laughs> I guess <laughs> that's a nice feeling to have like some sort of sort of space musical musically where you're coming from is Is that how we feel?
1: In, yeah in way? Th- yeah, absolutely uh and uh that's a part of my identity, mm. uh like the language you speak and the dialect you speak and the music that you play. Mm. It's sort of the same.
0: I've got to know you as a composer, just as much as a musician in, in recent years. Uh, I mean, you've written pieces for choirs, and uh, uh, s- chamber music, or music inspired by chamber music, and hmm. um, for lots of different kinds of ensembles. Um, but when exactly did you start to compose music? Yeah, that's a really good question,
1: because I've always wanted to make music. And uh, to arrange music and find harmonies in music, um, but it took me quite a while to to get there, mm. to actually sit down and compose things, because I had so I had a fear to do so to to not succeed, mm. and uh, you know, the it's kind, <laughs> of, kind of you're putting yourself in a vulnerable yeah. position, absolutely. I think i uh it' when I was asked to uh, write a tune for choir and fiddle uh that was really the thing that got me going mm. um because I had to sit down and really think about what can I bring what can I do what can I can compose uh for a, such a big ensemble and and uh the interaction between classical and, and folk music mm. so I think that's a piece a uh, five minute piece, and I think i I spent two months doing doing it yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh it was really hard but that that was your first commission piece, yeah so to speak, yeah. It? yeah, and then the ball starts uh rolling mm. um and uh now I'm really not comfortable but I can maybe you'll I can. never be comfortable. <laughs> yeah, I can. but I, if I if I get a question, can you compose a, a tune for mm. uh, this festival? sure I can. Sure yeah. I can. So I'm so I'm more confident now uh you know composing.
0: Yeah. Cool. <laughs> um yeah, because that seems to be uh, uh a big part of your work these days, like composing music, which uh it's a very different thing from traveling around and playing concerts, o- yeah. almost the opposite or in some sort of like you're not on stage with a bunch of other musicians performing to a crowd and like getting the the reactions and all that good stuff. You're alone with maybe even a blank piece of paper mm. and a deadline. Mm, I know. Like, why would you do that to yourself?
1: Well, I, <laughs> I come to that that I... Really like to be home. <laughs> you know, I've been traveling around for, yeah, 10 years now, maybe almost 10 years. And uh, now I've, I've bought a house, I, I got myself a girlfriend, um, and I see myself in 10 years, maybe I have a kid. Mm. And um, this is maybe the way I should go because it's, it's, uh, reasonable <laughs> yeah because I, I I think in the long line I want to spend more time home and um, make music and of course doing concerts but uh, sitting at a desk yeah. in my home and, yeah
0: yeah because yeah that's even something that the, this whole pandemic has like uh, shown me that this whole gigging um, job is, is very vulnerable. Mm. Like I earn most of my income from playing concerts. Mm. And well, this was a very strange situation that we hopefully won't uh, relive again, or we hopefully won't experience anything like it. I hope not. Um, but, but, but,
1: but <coughs> uh, that's a, that's a, a good topic because myself, I had, uh, the, you know, the pandemic, the lockdown in Norway, um, I had the most fantastic time. Yeah, actually. Because <laughs> uh I finally got to be alone. I, I like to be alone. I could be alone in a hut for maybe a month or yeah. two. I got uh I got to be alone and uh think really f- think about what I wanted to do and just do it. Um besides uh doing concerts, but do to write music and because i i think all composers need that um some time to to be to be alone and to be creative alone to make good music yeah and that was my experience in march 2020
0: yeah. <laughs> so, well, if i can tell you a secret yeah. i kind of had the same experience yeah. i at least for a long while and not all the time because it was a long year and with its ups and downs but I definitely enjoyed parts of it uh, because so much of like the stress and all that stuff the rest of the so much of my life just disappeared and I was left with just a small part and uh, compared to my life now it's just madness like the the usual madness mm. i realize mm. this is how this is how i've been living for for many years mm. but um yeah it's definitely some parts of last year that i think i should try to like bring back I- in a way yeah uh, and
1: this album folk chamber would never happen if the pandemic didn't happen no <laughs> that's true that's and uh, that's really true mm. and um uh yeah, I I could start my own project because I had time to do it mm. and not to not. Well, I of course I worried about the income and the money, but uh, I um, I let that go. Yeah. And I just focused on
0: a project that I wanted to do,
2: mm. and that
1: became Folk Chamber.
2: Yeah. Uh,
0: are you like generally as? St- uh, are generally like structured about your time, about your work, work day No, <laughs>
1: um, not if I have, <laughs> not if I don't have, don't have to. <laughs> 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 I, because a, that's
0: part of the challenge of composing music, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah. I procrastinate a lot. Yeah, and I uh, postpone things. And but I think uh, I think I work best under pressure. Um, um. I've seen that during these years that I can um, have really a really long time to be finished with a uh, with a tune, mm-hmm. and it's not until the final stage, the maybe a month or a week <laughs> mm. until it's go- going to be finished. Yeah, that's when I'm in the drive. You know. Mm. <laughs> It's so <laughs> it's 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 funny I, I i think i yeah i like to put that pressure on me actually. yeah
0: yeah so um i think i'd like to dig a bit deeper into the whole process of finding your own voice mm-hmm. both as a musician and as a composer uh, because i feel like you have a very strong voice and also have a sense that you've been looking for that voice uh, for, a long, for a long time is that something you can uh, say something about
1: yeah, my my own. It's it's a really difficult question uh, no? because um, uh, for me, I think it's it has just come to me uh, unconsciously. Um, I haven't really thought about that much about uh, what do I want to sound like, what what is my voice? Have uh, you ever been
0: confused about that?
1: Yeah. I... I and uncertain, and uncertain mm. about myself. About is this good enough? Of course, uh, and uh, you look up to many other fiddlers, uh, composers, other instruments, of course. But um, and you see yourself compared, comparing to them, and that's a really unhealthy thing
0: to do. I know. Yeah, uh, but. It's very hard it's not re- to.
1: Yeah, it's really hard not to. Compare yourself to other musicians, other composers, uh and uh, to compare yourself with others, that's a really unhealthy thing to do. Um and I I'm still there, I think. I'm com- comparing myself not that much, uh but it I'm helps s- to
0: get older, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, <laughs> it helps to to grow up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh to just um okay well this is good enough and uh you have to i think i've learned to take uh, good criticism uh, into on into myself and and uh, and uh, believe in them yeah in praise yes yes uh, because before it's now it's i, I don't i don't know i, I don't think i'm that's good, but okay. If yeah. you think it's... Yeah. All blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and so I think I've become a more healthier person in that way. Mm. To think, you know, okay, this tune is good enough. This motive is good enough. Yeah, This uh, harmony is good enough. It's simple, but it works. Mm. And I c- can... I can believe that people want want to listen to it, yeah, and to come there for me that's that was a big process, yeah, and the process was just time, I think, mm. and to make music a lot and to perform that music in front of people um, <clears throat> yeah, so it's a it's it's been a long process,
0: yeah. And I think that's something many musicians struggle with. Like, yeah,
1: like if, uh, not not just composing, but to play, mm. just to play uh, in front of people and to play music. It's you compare yourself to
0: others who have done a lot, mm. uh, and especially these days with social media and yeah. Uh, I, I've even heard people say that they got stressed out by you during the pandemic because you seem to be composing all this beautiful music and yeah. and putting it online.
1: Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, I hope not. <laughs> but uh but for me it was therapy actually. Mm. To to make tunes and to that was the motivation to
0: to put it out there on Facebook, Instagram. But the other way to look at it is obviously that you're inspiring people. I hope so. That's that's what I'm thinking when I'm putting something online at least mm-hmm. like my hope is that someone will find value in it and get inspired. Mm. Not that they will get intimidated,
2: mm. <laughs>
0: uh, of course. Um, and and, and uh, uh, it's, um, it's 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 hard, isn't it? Like we're surrounded by just scroll down your Instagram feed and like all the best musicians in the world. They just come at you. Mm. It's it's funny though, because because I think all that great musicians
1: they uh they are um struggling with the same things i that's, think that's the thing i think everybody has uh, uh some type of uncertainty and and we have to remember that mm. because if you see a great violinist playing uh, bach really great for example if you look at classical music i think they also have uh, a sense of uh, kind of cert- uncertainty about themselves. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, we tend to go really deep in ourselves. Yeah. Um, um, when we look at other people, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's okay, really, yeah. yeah, maybe
0: that's it's just a human thing, I <laughs> yeah, suppose. I think so. But do you have any advice for musicians and composers struggling with this very thing, like finding their identity and? Um, their voice, so to speak. Hmm.
1: Um, yeah, maybe I have, <laughs> um, but I can just relate to myself and my process. And uh, I think it's uh, the main the main thing is to just work hard, and to if you want to compose and to be a composer, you really have to uh, uh, work almost every day. Mm. and to uh yeah make something every day to uh, go to the the rehearsal room or your office and do what you think is um fun and do it and do it one hundred percent yeah that's a, that's really uh out there advice
0: no but, but like I think that like looking for the fun part is a good advice yeah. at least I find that works for me. I yep. try to always like okay what's of all the things I could be doing what what seems to give me the most joy mm. um I just think that that uh, that is the that would give me the greatest chance of succeeding in that area if i Absolutely. if I get joy out of it, it's you have to find your inner drive and that's a cliche mm. But, but it's so true. It's so true because uh, you can't do any, you can't succeed in anything like this without no. an insane drive. Like th- this whole piece that you have just um, performed, mm. like the most impressive thing about it is actually having the drive to to making make it all happen. In it, my opinion,
1: yeah, yeah, and that's that's the other thing, that's the administration of it all, uh, because one thing is to. Be creative and make tunes and write arrangements for a group, but you still have to do that's boring, <laughs> boring uh, things like uh, uh, collecting all those amazing people you want to play with and yeah. and to contact festivals and um,
0: there's the business side of being a it's composer. a
1: business business side if, if if you want to compose and um, uh, play. <laughs> play them as well. Mm. It's uh, that's mm. <laughs> that's uh, that's a hard thing to do. It's oh. yeah, and I think um, try to if you, if you want to try to make things things happen to yourself, you have to put it out there. You have to tell people that you're doing this and doing that, mm. and uh, uh, try to contact people that you can. That you know have an influence in in festivals um, and curators.
0: So the good old networking thing.
1: That yeah, that's the that was my point. (laughs) Networking. Yeah. Well, you still have to do it. Yeah. That no matter what.
0: Oh, that's true. Unfortunately, Uh, (laughs) although I think and I hate it. Yeah, I think we're both the kind of person who would prefer to just sit in a room and make music and then. It would be great if someone showed up and like gave us a gig. <laughs>
1: That's correct. But
0: uh, unfortunately, it doesn't work that way.
1: No, it doesn't.
0: But um, yeah, you you must be doing something right.
1: Yeah, apparently. Uh, I hope so. Uh, well, um, you, uh, just to put it out there on Facebook, mm. and that is a thing because you you uh, your friends see it. Mm. and then someone else see it and and yeah, and then everybody knows this but uh if you if you think you have a good idea or a good tune or a good th- thing going on, I think you should tell everybody, even yeah. though it's on so many <laughs> yeah so uh, social media or uh in in person mm. so um, speak to people uh try to be confident uh yeah about what you're doing and try to f- put into words what you're doing
0: because that's a which really, can be really hard it's
1: really tricky mm. but that's that's so important to to put into words what's your music why is that, th- why is that important because you could, you you have to talk to people about it because it's not enough to just play it yeah. you have to be able to talk about it to let's let's call them important people. Yeah, mm. <laughs> uh, If you want to be on stage or... Sure. Yeah, on festivals. You have to put into words. Uh, and that's really... I'm struggling myself. Mm. Uh, but you have to say something. And if you want to, you know, apply for grants, you have to put into words what you're doing. Yeah. That's so important. So uh, learn how to do that. Mm. Besides, you know, you
0: have, of course, you have to... Uh, would you say that's about like having a story behind the the music, or I don't, I don't, yeah,
1: story. But you have to speak about music. You have to uh, put into words what this music is. What you, what are you doing? Mm. What what music are you playing? If you if you uh, got that question, what you would, would you answer? What, <laughs> what what music? What is your music like
0: generally? Yeah. Well, that's it's a very hard question. I know. <laughs> I I think I, yeah. I, so I think I think I resort to like uh, contemporary Nordic and Irish music. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's the thing. That's uh, could be good enough. But uh, but, yeah. but for uh, like specific project, yeah. I would try to be more specific. Yeah, I think one of my challenges is that I'm doing all of these different things, so it's hard to sum up. Like, who am I as a musical individual? Mm. Like, I am this person in this project, and I am this person in this project, but mm. who am I <laughs> when all that is said and done? Um, maybe that is something you can relate to as well, I don't know, because this is your first, as you would describe it, solo album, or yeah. your solo debut, even though, I mean, you've, you've had solo pieces commissioned for uh, for choirs and you've been in... Count on countless albums at this point and yeah. different duos and stuff, but was was it like um, a different feeling, like to be finally be the only person in in front? In yeah, I
1: can't compare it with uh, anything else no. I've done. Um, and it's uh, that was the thing I've been looking for in my musician life to to have a project which. I can say this is my project. This is my album. Mm. And um <laughs> uh, it's an amazing feeling because yeah. I've I've been working so hard for it. Um uh, and I think I hope Mendel likes it, but I think it's more f- it's more important that I like it. Mm. And I do. <laughs> yeah. Great. I can really stand for it, and that's mm. really important to do to to um, be confident uh, about what you've been doing. Mm. Now it's out there, and I'm I'm confident about it.
0: Yeah, great. Mm. That's that's a good feeling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's kind of the feeling. I I think I also like aspire to, to to have. Mm. Like maybe earlier on, I was more concerned about making stuff that other people would approve of. Versus mm. now, I just want to make something that I personally think is great and mm. um, i'm very happy to hear that you feel that way about your latest project yeah I'd... could you maybe tell us a bit more about that um the project folk chamber yeah sure it's it it's out today is it it's out today uh 29
1: of october yes yeah well um I like to think about it as a symbiosis about uh, between classical music and folk music. All tracks are my uh, compositions, my tunes. I call them tunes because that's what they are. You know, it's, uh, it's traditional forms, uh, an A part, a B part, and a C, maybe a C part or, yeah. uh, you know. Mm. Uh, quite traditional uh, that way.
0: Um, sorry to interrupt how is your process when writing these tunes do you write the tune and then the arrangement comes afterward, yeah, or, or do you write it like at the same time yeah that's
1: an interesting question because I, I actually write the arrangement at the same time you do? I, yeah I do um, because I think the arrangement for me it's really, really important I, I maybe I like to think <laughs> about it, like I, I hide behind the arrangement. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't think your tunes need any uh, like uh, cover from the arrangement. Well,
1: I think um, I'm able to to do it, um, to do arrangements for, um, for example, string quartet, and that is what drives me to make tunes that can be played. Uh,
0: uh, in an ensemble. Yeah, I think I know what you mean. Like you're writing the tune with uh, the the ensemble and the arrangement in, in mind. mind. Yeah. Because uh, Jermund Larsen said the th- same thing, the Norwegian Fiddler, when mm. I was talking to him about he always wrote his, tu- his tunes with his trio in mind. And he even said that many of them would sound... Uh, quite boring uh, in in a different context. There mm. the, like the arrangement is such an integral part of the tune. Yes, and I s- couldn't agree more. No. about myself because mm-hmm. uh, some of the tunes uh, I
1: could never play them solo no. without the arrangement. Mm. It's 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 not gonna happen. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so um, and that's. Um, and that's uh, the main thing about this project is to, it's a, it's a chamber, chamber project, mm. playing together with other people. And another thing is to play, play with, playing with uh, classical music, uh, musicians, uh, folk musicians uh, meeting classical musicians. Yeah. And to co- that
0: collaboration is, uh, that's really important to me. hmm um do you have any experience with classical music yourself did you have you had training as a classical violinist
1: no not be- not before i went to the academy in oslo but and you studied folk music there did yeah you? i do. i do, i did but i had a teacher who played in a philharmonic in oslo uh, and and was of course a folk musician um uh, as well but as soon as i met him i I just realized that I needed to have classical training, mm. so I used most of my time actually playing classical music, or etudes and studies uh, and scales, <laughs> yeah. which is really not common for a folk musician. Folk it's music students two very different worlds. Yeah,
0: in many ways almost opposites. Yeah, but uh...
1: yeah, and and that I think it's I couldn't do this project folk chamber without that training. No. I I don't think so. Um because now I'm yeah. It's hard to explain but um I I think I've I've known it since I was 19 that I if I wanted to be a musician I needed to uh, expand my musical sphere. Mm. Uh, and my <clears throat> my fiddle technique, I needed to expand that to um, be able to do the things that you wanted to do. Yes, and to to make a living out of it, so I, I could uh, not just play folk music and be in an orc- orchestra mm. or chamber music or playing fiddle on, fiddler on the roof. Mm, yeah, actually, that was my first uh, yeah. job outside yeah. the academy. Uh, a year playing in the theater, Norwegian theater in Oslo. Mm. Um,
0: uh, I couldn't do it without that training. No. Just, just. Um, uh, it's a bit of a sidetrack, but have you ever written music for uh, theater or like a TV or film or like music to picture? Basically, is that something you've been dabbling with at all?
1: No. I haven't uh, I haven't really thought about it, but now does no. it interest you? Um, I got a question after the Fiddler on the Roof thing <laughs> to write music for a play for children. Mm-hmm. And I said no. <laughs> uh, because, I don't know, maybe I wasn't mature enough at that point, but maybe now, maybe now, uh, if I think about it. Mm. <laughs> um it it could be fun, I think, to yeah. do so. But um, I haven't really thought about it
0: no. that much. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> um, it's definitely something you can do from home at least. So. Yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> it it is, and uh, it's uh, it's good money.
0: It, yeah, it can be good money. Yeah. Even yeah, from my, I haven't, I don't have much uh, experience with it myself, but mm. I know from people in the business that it can be. Quite yeah. lucrative if you if you get the right
1: gigs, yeah, right gigs and 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 grants. Of course, you can apply for grants to compose a, a work, mm. commissioned work, and it's it's. Uh, it's but cool,
0: yeah. I suppose you have a lot less like artistic freedom. Yeah, uh, if you in 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 a, like a situation like that, if you're writing for a movie or yeah, that's a yeah. different thing. Getting a commission for a piece and writing like music for a specific scene, mm. which someone else in the end we'll have the final word about.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And that's different from what I'm, I've been doing with the folk
1: chamber project, but because that's on my terms. Mm. Um. And uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. and <laughs> that's the difference. Like
0: being, yeah, that's like, the difference between being a, uh, um, what'd you say? Like a, a craftsperson or a mm. person who delivers a, uh, a product in, yeah. in a way I'm, and, and, um, I'm, artist obviously it's not black and white but, no, of course the, not, but it's way more of the artistic bit in in what yeah. you're doing at the moment
1: and it's uh people out there they're great composers and arrangers uh writing music for or arrangements for uh the radio orchestra in Oslo. Mm. and they can do it in a matter of hours maybe yeah <laughs> or days uh and that's that's a handcraft ship mm and i respect that really and i could if i've learned it i could uh, really see myself doing it
0: yeah you enjoy it like the art of like arranging yeah yeah
1: um uh, i do and i've like I I, I I i see myself as a strict arranger okay i, I look at uh, bach and that way of play of uh, writing music because um, you like to play by the rules? Uh, yes,
0: I do. I have to
1: have something. <laughs> and why is that, do you think? I think I like to I don't I don't like to have that much freedom. <laughs> oh, you like to be
0: grounded in a, in a way? Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm a really good person to live with.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's great. So, I won't keep you all evening like you haven't even had your uh, dinner yet, I think.
1: Uh, uh i'm having dinner now
0: yeah yeah but i'm really grateful that you took the time to uh, to come on the show yeah um if people want to uh to learn more about you uh, and listen to folk chamber um mm-hmm. where should people do that
1: um on spotify maybe itunes um you can look me up on facebook instagram so, um, Do you have any
0: gigs planned for the near future with uh, that project?
1: Yeah, in two days in Oslo. Okay, uh, but uh, maybe the this episode is out. Um, probably uh, not. <laughs> so, but I'm
0: sure it will be on many of the Norwegian festivals next year.
1: Yeah, I think uh, uh, three and years. even
0: abroad, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, we should see. Uh, but um, next summer, I should. I'm definitely going to play at least 3 concerts. This is a it's a really heavy project to to get or get going because we're 6 people and the market is uh, quite narrow. <laughs> but uh, I'm happy to if I get 3 gigs
0: next summer, I'm really happy. <laughs> I have a feeling it will be way more, but yeah. we'll see. <laughs> we should see. But uh Bjorn Korde, thanks for coming on the Folk Music podcast. Really grateful. It's been an honor. Thank you. <laughs> great. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Folk Music Podcast. I hope you found it interesting. I do think we uh, stumbled a bit in our English <laughs> in this conversation. Um, probably a bit out of practice myself, but uh, I hope uh, that wasn't too big of a um, too big of an issue. And um, yeah, it's great to be back making episodes again. Uh, and I hope. I will have a new one out in uh, a short while. In the meantime, you can listen to all the episodes and find uh, various bonus content at thefolkmusicpodcast.com. And uh, you can also follow the show on social media, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube to, to get updates and um, more information about the show. So until next time, take care, and uh, I'll see you later. Bye-bye.